Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Mary. We're two best friends who've known each other since we were five. Now we're 30, and we are thirsty for information. And hungry for knowledge. Join us every week as we explore two topics. Everything from organs to orgies, and so much more. Subscribe to our podcast to learn along with us. We promise we'll have a good time. So today we did that thing where we assign each other topics and normally they're fun topics and this time Mary was a little bitch. They're revenge topics. No, mine was revenge topic. (laughs) Yours was just unnecessarily cruel. You just texted me and were like, Bitcoin. And I was like, I'm not going to do Bitcoin. And you were like, no, just think about it. Just think about it. And I told you to make a backup and you never made a backup. And you were like, do it, do it, do it. Well, like if you do read this article and I was like, you already know about it. Why do I have to tell you about fucking Bitcoin? I don't know Bitcoin. about Bitcoin, so I'm really glad you're doing it. Then Lauren got all pissy from Bitcoin. So she said, okay, then do quantum computing. And I said, yeah, fuck you. Challenge <laughs> accepted. No, I didn't. I said, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> Well, you did it to yourself. How did you not see that coming? I don't know, you, but you, I had a ton of other options for you, Lauren, if you remember. Really? Um, what were they? Because I received zero lists of any It was of them. like the full Arabic language you would have to learn in a week. Oh my God. I thought you were joking about that as a topic for you to do. No. Um, you didn't make it clear. And I would have taught you Arabic instead. Space. Yeah. like I know about that. Oh, well, too bad. We missed it. Now you have to do Bitcoin. Ugh. I can't wait to see what you've learned. Do you feel so enlightened from your research about Bitcoin? No, I feel pissed. Okay. I feel still angry at you for making me do this. Um, And as you'll see, um, I researched it in my way. Great. It's like a resentment piece. Yes, it is. Thank you. Full of it. So let's get into it. Bitcoin. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. You wanted to hear all about it. I'm ready. Okay, so Bitcoin. Just bits of coin. <laughs> tiny Let's get into tiny coins. So fuck Switzerland. You, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck. No, no, we'll get to Bitcoin. We'll get to Bitcoin. But first I just want to tell you some fun facts about all right. tiny coins. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because like our listeners don't want to know about Bitcoin either. They want to hear about, you know, tiny coin. <sighs> Little bit bitcoin. Okay. Okay, so Switzerland uh, minted a gold coin featuring Einstein with his tongue sticking out, and that is the smallest coin in the world at 2.96 millimeters, or 0.12 inches. It weighs 0.063 grams, or one five hundredth of an ounce, Mm. and it is valued at... um, well, it's valued in Swiss francs, so like it's a quarter of a Swiss franc or 0.2 or a quarter. It's basically 0.26 U.S. dollars, hmm. but it's being sold for 199 francs or 210 U.S. dollars. Cool. And they've made 999 to them, and they sell them with a magnifying glass. Oh, that's wicked cool. It's the stupidest thing ever. Can you imagine spending $200 on a coin that you definitely will lose? <laughs> yeah, like guaranteed to lose yeah in your pocket like (laughs) just donate to charity don't (laughs) don't be spending money on this dumb shit (laughs) uh so actual bitcoin bitcoin is a digital cryptocurrency invented in 2008 by a person or a group of people named satoshi nakamoto 
We don't know if so it's a person or a whole group. No, we don't know. Like, that person doesn't really exist, probably. So it's, like, either a pseudonym or, like, a group of people that invented it or whatever. There's a lot of mystery around it. Wow. I didn't but realize there let's were two break... mysteries we were covering today. Oh, there are going to be even more. <laughs> so now we're going to really unpack that sentence fundamentally. So cryptocurrency. A cryptex is something that Bob Langdon uses to solve the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> okay, so then Bitcoins you get by mining them. Let's talk about that. So mining is the process of extracting minerals from the earth. It's bad for the environment, great for gemologists. It's used to get things that can't be grown or made in a lab, like metal, coal, chalk, clay, stone, gems. Okay, okay. So mining, basically, it's like securing the transaction. It makes it impossible to tamper with or engage in fraudulent activity. So like as a reward for finding these hard-to-come-by equations that make them secure and onto the blockchain, which we'll get into, you get like a specified amount of Bitcoin as a reward. Okay. So you mine the transactions and then you get coins as a reward from like the company. You're not actually like, we found, we found a coin. Here it is in the ground. Okay, got it. Okay, so the blockchain. Really, really complicated. So let's talk about two chains instead. <laughs> I knew it. There was something involved here. So his real name is Tahid Epps. Uh, he's 43. <laughs> He was born and raised in Georgia. He was, Mary, he was second in his graduating high school class. Wow, two chains. Two chains, really smart. Uh, He played basketball for Alabama State College on scholarship. And he originally went by Titty Boy. Um, That's that's one T and uh, an I instead of a Y in boy. His record label was like, something else, anything else would be better. (laughs) No, actually, um, years later, he decided to change his name, like around 2011, 2012, because he wanted to be more family friendly. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think Disney when I think two chains. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, he was like, I'm not going to change the lyrics or anything, but, you know, I want people to be able to say, I'm listening to Two Chains and not have their parents yank out the hands of Titty Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so a blockchain <laughs> is just like a little ledger recording who sells what to who and who owns what. But it's also very complicated, and I didn't want to get into it, so I simplified that. Okay, yeah. So, um, like, if you're buying a Bitcoin, it knows that you the blockchain is the thing that yeah, knows there's who like a bunch of shit with like. It. Yeah, like, and there are, like, all these equations in the mining to make sure that everything is up to code and it all is based on the previous one before it, so it gets more and more complicated and harder and harder to fake and shit like that, and basically it's super secure. And people like it because it's cool or, like, they're anarchists and they don't want the government regulating their money because this is a decentralized bank thing, uh, or because they can also use it on the black market, buy illegal shit, blah, blah. Um, and it's actually... Much like mining, it has a large carbon footprint due to all the energy and electricity you need to mine it. That's all the research I did, Mary, because fuck you. <laughs> well, really good job, Lauren. I applaud Thank you. you slowly. I th- hope you learned a little bit about um, Two Chains, Bob Langdon, and, you know, Tiny Coins. What is Dogecoin? Oh, I don't know. It's just like another cryptocurrency that started as a joke, I think. What is an NFT? 
It's a non, that, you didn't have me do that. And that's a non-fungible token or something. It's basically the blockchain again, but for like images. And there's like a bunch of weird shit about that too. You it's can, like, stupid. It's own. all stupid ways for people to make money off of basically data. Okay. It's a stupid thing. I don't know why people are excited about it. I think it's too complicated. If you want to buy something worthwhile, maybe invest in some art. Uh, maybe invest in some property. Uh, maybe, uh, stick it up your butt. Okay. And that's Lauren's hot take on Bitcoin. And I don't dislike it because I don't understand it. I dislike it because it is so easy to be misinformed about it and because it's trendy. It's trendy and it's just not very practical. And it's just like, seems like a waste of stuff. Like, it's not, it's a new thing, whatever. If you get excited about fancy new things... Maybe it's for you, and maybe you should reevaluate your priorities. Mm, I'm gonna say it. And everyone, think about that in your brain. Think about it while we go on a break. Maybe listen to some Two Chains. And we're back. And we're going to talk about another one of your favorite hot subjects, quantum <laughs> computing. I hope you actually looked this up. Well, we did everything in our own way. And uh, Oh, okay. You got a little sly about it, too? Hmm, how interesting. Hmm. And this is why I didn't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it. Sure. But when I was done, I... Thought I learned everything there was to know. About oh, really? Oh, okay. You could you could just make one. No, okay. No, when I was done reading. Oh, I didn't realize I was talking to the leading expert on quantum physics. <laughs> no, I read like five full articles, and then I tried to explain it in person to Caitlin and Scott, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You're like, "Gather around, everyone! I have something really interesting to say." I was like, "Wait, let me explain." And then I was like, "It's like when you..." Wait, I can't even use words. And they're like, great, this will be a good podcast. So then Caitlin was like, well, I know someone that could explain it to you. And I was like, so I got a couple of people who know about quantum computing to define <laughs> quantum computing for us. Who? Who do you know? Let me introduce them in a oh, series. Oh, my God. Are you going to create people inside of your head? Of oh, hello, this is Mark. I am the leading friend. Yeah, no. This is what the- yes, you are. No, I have um, interviewed them. Okay. And great. <laughs> we will now play the tapes. Sure. Um, my name is Mario. Uh, I'm a quantitative analyst at YouTube, uh, mostly also associated with Google. Um, and uh, yeah, I have a background in engineering. And I guess these are the main things that brought me over here to answer these questions on quantum commuting, a field that I kind of know about, but I do not work in at all. Okay. Okay. Well, either way, a working knowledge of quantum computing is very helpful. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in layman's terms, if you were to to explain quantum computing to two idiots, how would you describe it? Uh, Yeah, so I would say that everybody here, like everybody on this call, on this recording has used a sort of computer like in their day-to-day life. You use your smartwatch, you use your phone, you use your laptop. All of those use what we know as bits. Bits are essentially on the chips of the computer. We're using ones and zeros, strict ones and zeros to program literally everything. In quantum computing, it's saying, okay, let's assume 
that we don't need to work strictly with ones and zeros. We can work with one, zero, and everything in between, um, something that is called superposition. And so that's the power of quantum computing because right now our computers do not like, don't handle uncertainty well. There either is or isn't. Either the mouse mm. is there or the mouse is not. All right. Now, tell me what you think quantum computing is in two words. Two words. Um, tiny calculations. Nice. Oh. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. Okay. Um, so I still quantum computing to me seems like at an arm's length from what whatever I do every day in my life. How will it affect my everyday life? Will it? Um, what are some real life applications of quantum computing? Right. So essentially what quantum computing is aiming to do, at least the initial things that they're rolling out to say that they can tackle is a lot of development in terms of artificial intelligence and in terms of chemical reactions. It can model things that we do not, we aren't really good at modeling right now. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Yay. Thank you so much for explaining that to me and for your time tonight. Absolutely. Um, that was really, really valuable. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I am shocked that you got actual uh, people to <laughs> talk to you in general <laughs> and also about this. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, yeah, I thought, hey, who better to talk about quantum computing than people who know about it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren. So let me give you a little breakdown about quantum computing. Quantum computing is the use of quantum phenomena such as superposition and entanglement to perform computation. Okay, I know what superposition is. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, explain it. It's like when something can be in multiple places at the same time, but you're not sure exactly where it could be. So you have to just pick a spot and if that's the spot that it's at, then like that works. But like maybe it's not and you'll never know until you just pick the spot. Okay. So yeah, it, this this description you'd have to break down. I know it's really hard. It's hard to articulate. I understand. This is why I gave it to you. Yep. Good. So, quantum mechanics is a fundamental theory in fin- isn't physics, but it's basically physics at an atomic scale. So that's mm-hmm. where we're coming from with quantum. Teeny and tiny, much like a little bit of coin. Teeny <laughs> tiny, teeny tiny coins. Also, mm-hmm. Einstein, you know, was part about part of quantum computing bringing it into an existence so you know that's true it's a full well you're welcome for googling those swiss coins yep (laughs) okay so let's break it down lauren quantum computing is computing the probability of the state of an object before it's actually measured so Mm. a normal computer can carry out logical operations using definite positions of a physical state so there's our binary up, down, mm-hmm. on, off, zero, one. Those are Good. called bits. In oh. quantum computing, you're using quantum bits, qubits. Qubits. Mm. Sounds qubits. like a kid's toy. Qubits. Yeah, qubits. <laughs> With a Z. Yeah. Um, this is, in quantum computing, you use the quantum state of an object to produce what's known as a qubit. These are undefined states of an object. Okay, so, so why would you want to use quantum computing, though? Let me answer that later. No, I want to hear it now. <laughs> no, I, I have to go in a, in a okay, chronological okay. order or else nothing makes sense. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> My mind is computing. 
Uh, this is, this is so maybe the worst thing you've done to me. <laughs> it really is. I can't believe you decided to do it. Good well, for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, it'll just take me an hour. I'll do this real fast. <laughs> it took t- way too long. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let me just read to you a little bit here. It's okay. kind of interesting. So these undefined properties, undefined states of an object are for example spins of an electron or polarizations of a photon yeah. so these unmeasured quantum states are occur in a mixed superposition like you're talking mm-hmm. about and interestingly they use a coin spinning through the air as the visual for this okay, spinning through that. the air before it lands in your hand right okay so that's our undefined state the spinning coin in the air right we don't know hand. where it is Right, so the quant- the computer is basically saying, like, when it gets in your hand, these are the bajillion ways it could land, and this is the state it could be in when it lands. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Superpositions can be entangled, this is the entanglement part, with the state of other objects. The coin, I don't know, this is, I don't know an- another example of this, but the coin might interact with something else. And right, but like in reality, it's like electrons and protons and right. stuff that actually do interact with each other. Exactly. So we, we get that. So you plug these states, whatever, into algorithms, and there are endless calculations, like probable mm-hmm. outcomes. So such algorithms would be used in solving complex mathematical problems, producing hard-to-break security codes, or predicting multiple particle interactions in chemical reactions. So you're not really like solving it in terms of like coming up with one definite answer as opposed to coming up with a bajillion answers for the problem yes. and then you just kind of see which what works or yeah. what's possible. Now let me give you the real life applications you asked about. Give it to me, give it to me now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so quantum computers will uh. be able to crack uh, encryption techniques. Oh, um, much like the brain of Bob Langdon? Yeah, for sure, totally. <laughs> um and a lot of these again a lot of the things that we're saying they can do are theoretical right so like oh they're gonna change the change the landscape of data security like we don't actually know that this is all theoretical this is still like active research and development mode so are there quantum computers there are i'll tell you about those two they're very sensitive (laughs) okay quantum computers um solve optimization problems so the best way for example figuring out the best way to schedule flights at an airport to determining the best delivery Hmm. routes for the fedex truck oh that's pretty cool so the computers themselves are kind of interesting they when okay so in 1997 this is a good illustration of how this all works ibm's computer deep blue it had a a name that's pretty cool um defeated chess champion what oh oh (laughs) I imagine, like, a person getting slapped by a computer just jumping on them. Martial artist Deep Blue (laughs) um, defeated a chess champion because it examined 200 possible moves each second. A quantum (laughs) machine would be able to calculate one trillion moves Jesus Christ. Wait, how do they do so much so fast? Like, what kind of processor are they using? Um, so they're using 
I don't know how to answer that. I just have a series of facts I need to just tell you. <laughs> okay. I will not I will not veer you off course. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I okay. totally broke you. This is delightful for me. I'm actually broken. Um It's a lot to ask of someone on a good day, much less like during COVID when you haven't used your brain in over a year. It's so smooth. okay so okay quantum computers are highly sensitive to like heat electromagnetic fields um they will just crash if too much is going on okay (laughs) they need to be very cold Um, oh one of these computers the inside is negative 460 degrees fahrenheit okay so Really, really cold. Yeah. Um, they don't use more electricity. They actually reduce power consumption hmm. um, from between 100 to 1,000 times, which what? is so super accurate, whatever, um, because okay. they use something called quantum tunneling. What the fuck? Don't ask me what that is. I will not. This was the kind of research I did where you would <laughs> l- read a sentence and every single thing in the sentence yeah. you need to look up. Yeah. <laughs> that's why i needed you to do it for me because i was it was hurting me to look up oh so um I put the pain on you let me just say this i don't know if this is relevant okay okay <laughs> eight bits these are the normal computer classical computer uh-huh. eight bits is enough for a classical computer to represent any number between zero and 255 but for a quantum computer eight bits can represent not just any number between zero and two five five, every number between zero and two five five at the same time. Okay. A few a few hundred uh, entangled qubits would be enough to represent more numbers than there are atoms in the universe. And a qubit is just like a bit, but for quantum. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wow. Well, Fuck. that's dude. I don't know. <laughs> Who came up with this? Like, what brain was like, mm-hmm, and then you do this, and then you do that? It all makes sense. <laughs> I we are know. pretty dumb. We're like, who, who's friend, who are these people friends with? Can they only be friends with other people that understand this? Because I feel like I would get exasperated with people like us after a while. Me too. Like, there's no other way I can explain this to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now where are we with quantum computing right now? Oh, great question. Let me read you a headline. Google okay. and NASA achieve quantum supremacy. Oh my God! What? So apparently, there's something called quantum supremacy, which is even faster than quantum computing. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a different thing. I thought that was just like them saying quantum computers are better. Uh, yeah, they're the the most advanced supercomputers achieving a milestone known as quantum supremacy. So, what dude, is that? It is no. just better quantum computing and google and nasa have done it and that's all i know i think it's like rolling out soon like oh this was i think this was the article i saw that made me be like oh i gotta look up quantum computing again and then like a month later this happened and i was like now mary has to god it was the fucking worst okay so that was the worst (laughs) thing that's ever happened and it's over and i still don't know what quantum computing is so me either maybe next time you should go with pigeons again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give me a topic. That's you better our realm. Give me something stupid. 
Also, That's because I feel realm. like when we answered some listener questions previously, mm-hmm. we were like, what's one thing you'll never hear us talk about? And I feel like it's possible that we mentioned both Bitcoin and numbers in general and quantum Oh, yeah. Computing. We said no math ever. But yeah, we did it. And- Again, in my head, I know it better than what I'm saying. Aloud. Yeah, it's really hard to explain. But honestly, like I couldn't. Like tomorrow, I'm going to forget everything that I learned. Yeah, that's okay. how it works. Great. Um, so but I hope you feel like you had a workout, maybe smooth brain developed like two to five wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I've wrinkled my brain a little bit more. Mm. And I found out and confirmed that I don't ever want to do that as a career. So we're good. Oh, so you were enter- briefly entertaining the possibility of it pre- previously? Mm. Okay. No. <laughs> you know, today's the day to go from marketing to quantum computing. I want to make that leap. Yeah. Well, so congrats to us for learning about this. If you have yeah, any I more questions about... No, I don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear them, and I'm not going to answer them, so don't even ask people to ask questions. Okay. No. Don't ask us anything. Shall we sign off? Yeah. Good, Good night. night and, and leave, leave us, alone. us alone, please. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts. If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning at laurenandmary.com or find us on Instagram at learning with Lauren and Mary.